I'm Dr. Matt Maggio, and this is the Soft Tissue Practice Revolution, the podcast made for any practitioner that specializes in advanced soft tissue treatment methods, clearly the superior form of all conservative musculoskeletal care, as all other treatment methods lack long-term and effective results. Those that know they were sold lies and false promises in school, those that spend the extra time, energy, and money to invest in becoming the best soft tissue specialist in the entire world, those that truly want to help those in pain stay far away from the horrible fate of pain pills, injections, and surgeries. Those that want to bring back ethics, honesty, and integrity to healthcare and would never scam or rip off a patient who truly needs help. We are the true soft tissue specialists, clearly the most important conservative care practitioners out there and always will be. What's up, everybody? So we'll just get right into it today after the new intro, but on the last episode, I shared my darkest day. Um, it was really tough for me to share that and get my thoughts out there, but I felt so much better after I did it, and I'm glad that I shared it, and I hope anyone that listens to it can find some understanding, find some guidance, um, or just find some, what's the word I'm thinking of here, just some freedom to be open with your struggles and transparent with your emotions. So as I talked about that day, you know, and I shared that full post with people in my family that are, I'm really close to that love me, they never realized how bad it really was. And I put on a mask for a long time. And I wouldn't be here today if I didn't pull myself out of that. And what I wanted to talk about today was my first redemption story, like what I did after that horrible day to get myself to where I am, to the success that I've had, the transformation that I've had, to seeing the world in a different place, to evolving my life, my practice, my business, my mindset, and everything like this. And it really just started perchance um, from my good friend giving me a copy of a book called Be Obsessed or Be Average. It's by Grant Cardone. Um, and that book just changed everything for me. I think I started reading it very shortly after that bad day. And I actually got the audio version. And the audio version is just 10 times better because it's him reading and adding in his own flair and everything like that. If you don't know Grant Cardone, he's very polarizing in a lot of ways. And he might be a little rougher on the edges for some people, but he's one of those guys that hits you right where you need to be. So I began to see that redemption is possible for myself and understanding that other people do struggle and learning from my struggles and picking myself back up, that's what makes us amazing as humans. Are We're the only creatures out there that can continue to learn from struggles and learn from other people's struggles in order to grow and make the impact that we need. So I just went through a process. First thing I did was I stopped playing the victim role and I changed the story that I told myself. Um, and I got this from a guy named Ed Milet. He, I was at a conference and he was speaking 
And the guy there was talking about his past and all these things and his dark side and things coming out and everything like that. And Ed just snapped him in the minute and said, that's your old story. That's the story you used to tell yourself. That was a story for me that I used to tell myself. Um, I was overweight. I was depressed. I had injuries. I had degeneration. My, I took on more than I could chew in my practice. I was a failure. I was never going to be able to pay back my loans. I was never going to be able to do that. So I started doing some things right away that really changed my input, my outlook, and my life. And really just started by getting my own health in control. And what I got into right away was fasting. Um, I went really hardcore into long-term fasting. Um, I always did some intermittent stuff, but never really did that. I started going on some longer fasts, you know, 36 hours, 48 hours. And that really started to clean my body up of all the damage and all the dysfunction in there. And I just started getting into a daily routine of walking a lot, walking every day. And when I was walking, instead of listening to music or listening to nonsense, I started listening to books. I started listening to podcasts and I started growing my mind and started growing my perspectives. And it changed everything. Another thing I started doing was I stopped watching the news. Um, I went through on Facebook, I went through on Instagram, and I got rid of all the negativity and everything in there and only follow people that were positive and things like that. And I didn't watch the news. I removed the news app from my phone. Anytime news was on, I turned my head. I didn't watch it. I didn't want to be subjected to that negativity. And I didn't realize how negative we are just programmed in life and everything like that. And I just decided that I was not going to participate in any negativity. And it started with myself because I had a very negative song that I told myself or script that went in my head that I always wanted to default to negativity and that's what's out there that's what's out there in the world is like negativity becomes front and center and we just don't really get exposed to a lot of the positive stuff but there are a lot of people out there making positive changes that are really helping that just aren't as vocal as the negative people then I started to venture into the world of meditating and god I sucked at it I had no idea what was going on I read Dan Harris's book called 10% Happier and really just was like, all right, I'm just going to practice this. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to breathe and see what happens. And, you know, I've been at it for a couple years now. And now I would say that I'm like an amateur um, or moderate level of a meditator. And I really enjoy it. But that really helped me clear my mind and get rid of that negative self-talk, that voice in your head that keeps telling you all the negative things. Um, next thing that I did was I knew I needed treatment. I knew that I needed to find a way to get better because what I was running into myself was I was preaching the benefits of soft tissue treatment, how it can help and everything like that, but I wasn't getting the type of treatment that I needed. I wasn't practicing what I was preaching. And I knew that if I was going to get into a better place, get my injury stable, and get my life back that I was going to need to go to the best of the best. So I made a huge financial commitment to get treatment from the best, in my opinion, the best musculoskeletal injury doctor in the entire world. And he's up in Boston and his name is Dr. Brady, Dr. Uh, William Brady. And he founded the integrative diagnosis system um, that I did extensive training in. And I made a huge financial commitment and time commitment to fly up to Boston at least once or twice a month, pay for treatment with him directly 
and get it my injury in order, get it treated by a true expert and make a commitment. And when it's all said and done over a year, year and a half, I think I spent anywhere between travel and everything like that, anywhere from like 15 to 20 grand to get better. You know what? It was worth every penny of it. So that really helped me in a perspective wise of understanding that you need to invest in your health. Your health is the only thing that really returns tenfold on your investment. And if you invest in your health, you're going to get better. And then one day, I think I stumbled across um, a guy named Andy Frisilla. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Andy Frisilla, but he's a little rough around the edges. He likes to use the F word a lot. He likes to swear, but he gets right to the point. And he created a, a movement called the MFCO Project. And if people don't know what MF stands for, it stands for motherfucker. Um, and he created this thing called a power list. And a power list is essentially the five critical tasks that you need to get done each day to move you towards your goal and build proper habits and winning one day at a time. So I engulfed myself in his podcast. I started from the beginning and just listened to everything and implemented the power list into my life. And I began to see changes. And over time, this didn't happen overnight. I just became a whole new person. Um, both inside and out, you know, I ended up dropping a ton of weight. I mean, I was pushing around like 275, 280, and I was just getting fat and bloated and out of shape and not the epitome of health for my patients or where I wanted to be. Started dropping weight, started feeling better, started moving better, started getting more and more knowledge in my practice, in my business, in my mindset, in my personal development, and I was becoming a whole new person. People didn't even recognize who I'd become. And I didn't really see it at first because it was such a long change, you know, over a year. And I just started taking control back of my life, my personal health, my personal finances, my business, my practice. And it was amazing. Once I was able to get better on a personal level, I was able to show up better in my practice for my patients for my staff, for my team, for everyone like that. And my practice just took off. It just grew by like five or six X because I was, it was contagious what I was doing. Like you wanted to be around me. You wanted to be part of my team. And we were scaling the practice before I even knew it. Like we were tripling our revenue. We were helping more and more patients. I was bringing on new doctors. I was innovating in the healthcare system and learning all these new things and just engulfing myself in learning and education and just getting so much information. It was like I became a sponge and just learned so much more. And I doubled down on my training, on my technique, on my communication, on my business. And things were just amazing. Like I was going from barely getting by making, you know, collecting 100, 100, 150 a year, busting my ass to do that to before we knew it, you know, the clinic was on pace to do six, 700,000 per year. And this was me working, geez, I think we were only in the office like Monday through Thursday, like 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. And I had another associate on and we were killing it. You know, this practice was just boom, boom. People were coming left and right. We were on a waiting list. We were making a ton of money and a lot was coming in. And I was like, this is amazing. 
And I just kept going and going and going. And then little did I know that I thought I was done. I thought I was done with my battles. I thought I was done with my depression, with my anxiety, because I finally had a practice in life that I wanted. I didn't have to really worry that much about anything, you know, like the money was coming in. We were on paper. We looked awesome. Like this was great. And I was like, I'm really on to something here. And this is something that can really be life altering, not just for me, but for other practitioners and things like that. And I can teach them the ways. But the problem that I ran into was I was not documenting things. I was not creating systems and processes. The whole thing went by me. I was the whole thing that made it run. And I did a really bad job of training my staff and having a good culture. And then all of a sudden, this empire that I built and this amazing thing that from the outside looking in was just a house of cards because we didn't have processes and systems documented and it was all dependent solely on me being the linchpin and the person that ran it. And I thought that it was on another level and it was. But what I realized was I didn't have anything truly valuable yet because I hadn't taken the time to document everything. And this kind of sunk me into a deeper depression because then I realized that I needed to transform and do so many things and then new work became daunting and I became on my second journey. Um, And this ended up being the battle that pushed me even more than this first journey because it involved more self-reflection, more intricate thoughts with myself about what I was messing up and what I needed to do. So I finished my first journey and I thought I was done and I thought I had something amazing. But little did I know that I was just beginning my journey. So on the next podcast, I'm going to talk about the second round of struggles that I've had where you think everything is great. You think that you have this amazing business and this amazing practice and that it's bulletproof. And that was a hard reality for me and a tough pill to swallow. And I learned a lot of things after that. I'm going to share that on the next podcast. So that's all I got for today. Um, As always, I appreciate you guys' time, energy, and support of the podcast and being open to me sharing my struggles and my stories because there's something that I think will help people that are in the same position that don't know what to do. And I always want to be a voice of reason, a voice of caution, and just a person that you can come to to get help because we all need help and we need people that genuinely want to help us and help us become better versions of ourselves, both as a practitioner but as a person as well so we can make the true impact that we need and put an end to this opioid epidemic once and for all. So I appreciate you guys watching and listening. And essentially, I'm going to go back to the normal format on the next two episodes, um, more of just the basic training. And then the week after that, we'll share my second story and my second redemption. So I appreciate you guys for listening, and we will see you on the next one. Bye.